is going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. Thanks for joining us on a Friday. Today is the 29th, July 29th. We are getting closer and closer to August, football season, all the best stuff. As a matter of fact, soccer starts back up today. Let's go. English Championship, which is the second division of English soccer, is uh, back in action. As a matter of fact, I've got a full slate of games tomorrow morning. I'm back early, down at the office, working games. I can't wait. That's why I went on vacation at the time I did, ready for soccer season, and we are prepared to hit the ground running. So uh, just get ready. We'll have some games. I'm not sure about on tomorrow's quick picks because generally we give those games out the day before. So what I'll do is throw in a couple today. We'll throw in a couple games for tomorrow uh, in the English Championship and in the Community Shield, which is Liverpool and Man City. So some big games tomorrow. We'll wrap the show up with that, but uh, it is Friday. I like to do some handicapping, especially during the busy months. Handicapping on Friday. And uh, today, kind of a handicapping angle. We're going to talk about some different Week 1 NFL lines. Uh, just have a couple thoughts. My thoughts on some lines early ideas, and I'm not putting any bets out there today for the NFL, but some ideas on some week one lines. So let's start off with the very first game on September 8th, Thursday Night Football, Buffalo at the LA Rams. Obviously, LA coming off their Super Bowl win. Uh, They're going to do the whole ring thing. They're going to drop the banner that night. It's going to be a huge deal for the LA Rams. So the current line, Buffalo minus one, minus 110 on the road. Quick math, what this implies is roughly Buffalo is better than the LA Rams, according to the market, by about four points. The way we get there, home field on average going to be roughly three points. Well, when you add in three points of home field, the fact that Buffalo is still a one-point favorite means the market looks at Buffalo at about four points better than the Rams. Now, a couple of things to remember. Uh, We haven't done any power ratings yet. Not talking about any offseason moves, really. I mean, obviously, when you're projecting how good these teams are going to be, that matters somewhat. But this is more about the idea of Super Bowl hangover, Buffalo getting so much love, so much money in the market, and the the idea of Buffalo starting the season quickly. And I just don't know if that's going to be the case. I think the LA Rams are going to be one of the rare, hungry teams after the Super Bowl. And there's a couple reasons why. First of all, this whole way they built the team, a lot of contracts, a lot of older veterans, they're not going to have that high turnover that you usually get when you... Uh, win the Super Bowl. Now, you may say that's counterintuitive. What are you talking about? A lot of these players want to get paid every time any team wins. But for the Rams, who locked a lot of these guys up last year for multi-year contracts, obviously, they lost some players. But they didn't lose nearly as much as the average Super Bowl re- or as, as the average Super Bowl champion does the following season. So LA's whole idea of, let's pay them, let's get free agents in here, that actually has a residual effect this season and the next couple seasons because most of these guys aren't just on one-year deals deals. So actually, I think LA is undervalued. And Buffalo, I don't necessarily think that they're super, super overvalued, but look at where they are in all the futures bets. They're the, they're the favorite to win the Super Bowl. Josh Allen's the favorite to win the MVP. Buffalo right now looked, <laughs> looked at as being four points better than the LA Rams. It's like, I think everyone's a little bit too high on Buffalo. And you go back the last 20 seasons in the NFL, the favorite has won the Super Bowl four times. So it's not like, oh, get on Buffalo, get on Buffalo. Of course they're good. We know that. Of course they're loaded. 
But the idea of, oh, it's the best team. It's easy. Never that easy. So Buffalo, I'm very skeptical. If you're looking at, at Buffalo week one, if anything, I would look to the Rams in some teaser options. If you put the Rams in a six-point teaser, you can get them in some areas, plus one and a half, all the way up to plus seven and a half. That's a max advantage teaser. That's what I'd be looking to do, if anything, at this point with the Rams and Buffalo Bills. But I'm not looking to do that. Just wanted to point out that uh, I think it's a little over the top for both teams. I think we're going the wrong direction for both teams. LA, I think we're quick. And when I say we, I think the market is quick to sell their LA stock. And then for Buffalo, it seems like everyone is quick to buy Buffalo stock. And as you know, I always like to go the opposite direction for things like that. All right, let's move on. Another game I've been looking at. San Francisco at the Chicago Bears. San Francisco, six and a half point favorites, minus 110. San Francisco's on the road at Chicago. Uh, this is kind of the same situation where you've got two teams that I think the market is is opposite of where they should be on them. San Francisco, season win total of 10 and a half. I think that's a little optimistic. Now, I know Kyle Shanahan is a very good coach, very good offensive coach, and he seemingly has his roster outside of quarterback that you're going to need. Now, when you talk to the, the, or when you hear the coaching staff, when you hear these players in San Francisco, they think Trey Lance is something special. And I know they're saying the right things, but I need to see it first. And here's the deal. When Aaron Rodgers got his time preseason behind Brett Favre, it didn't take that many throws to go, oh my God, that guy's going to be good, right? It doesn't take that long to, to realize generational talent, which we're being told Trey Lance is or is supposed to be. So I am skeptical on Trey Lance. I'm skeptical on the 49ers. I think their season win total of 10 and a half is very optimistic. If they have the best season they can possibly have, I think 11, maybe 12 wins is a ceiling. If they have an average season or even, God forbid, below average, I think they could drop down to below 500 to eight and seven. So 10 and a half is, or eight and nine, I mean. So 10 and a half is crazy to me for San Fran. And then Chicago, I actually like Chicago in a couple different futures bets. And their season win total is six and a half. Right now, I think that that's, look, I know that we all want to do this whole thing of repeat what we saw last year. Maybe let's adjust a game or two. There's always teams that are better than last year. There's always teams that go from near worst to near first in their division. There's always teams from go to the top of their division to the bottom. So this idea of let's carbon copy last year, let's take last year's footprint and just extrapolate a little bit based on this year. I think that's crazy. And I think Chicago is going to be one of the teams that we're surprised by. So I like Chicago in a few different bets. I like their over six and a half for season win totals. By the way, you can get that currently plus 125. It's six at uh, Caesars Palace, which is minus 110. So either way, I like both those for Chicago, but I also like over 350.5 total season points. That's averaging just about 20 and a half points a game. And I think we see Justin Fields, this offense spark a little bit outside of the running game. We know Montgomery Fields are going to get their rushing yards, but I think we're surprised by what Justin Fields does this year in the air. So Chicago, I'm actually bullish on the on the Bears. I'm not too excited about what we're going to see from San Francisco and San Fran being six and a half point favorites week one. I'm very skeptical about that line. So I certainly would be giving it out as a pick if it were seven, no doubt about it. And you may say, Tyler, what's the big difference? Six and a half, seven, let's just buy a half point. Seven at minus 110 is not the same bet as seven at minus 125. 
And if you can get seven at minus one twenty, that's not a bad bet. But good luck finding any sports book that would let you buy on to seven for ten cents. It's not going to happen. So the idea of let's just buy a half point get seven over minus one twenty five is going to bleed you dry over the course of time. But either way, I was looking at that line. I think it's very questionable right now. Chicago plus six and a half at home. Week one. All right, final game that I was looking at that uh, has me asking some questions. Tampa Bay and Dallas. This is week one Sunday night football. Tampa Bay minus two on the road at Dallas. And this has a lot to do with what we've heard recently coming out of Tampa Bay. Injuries, uh, signings before the end of the season that I think through the end of the year will be good, but early in the season won't be. Uh, Coaching staff shakeups. Reports that Tom Brady, even though he's still Tom Brady, is there a little mix up in the focus? Is he maybe not as dialed in as usual, right? Does he get that Fox contract put in his one final year at age 45 and then retire? You know, I'm not so sure. My point is this line is assuming Tampa Bay is going to be 100% ready to go. And I don't think that's the case. By the way, Tom Brady teams historically in the first month of the season are very, very below average compared to what we see normally from Tom Brady. So all that stuff put together, Dallas, who should be healthy going into week one, plus two, I love as a teaser option. And I actually like Dallas as a straight up bet plus two. So I would take Dallas both plus two minus 110 and look to pepper them in a few different teasers, taking them from plus two to plus eight. I think that is a reaction based on Tom Brady, what we saw last year. And it's funny because Dallas is typically a team that gets a lot of public money, but so is Tom Brady and so is Tampa. So those are my thoughts on week one NFL lines. Uh, I'll I'll narrow in on some of those handicaps as we get closer to the season, but I wanted to put some of that out there. All right, let's give a few picks out for tomorrow morning. Picks for Saturday morning and some soccer. Soccer is back. Let's go. And all of these will count towards my records. So I know sometimes we give the leans or whatever, but these all are going to go under my official picks on Saturday. So uh, let's see here. Let's just go start off in the, uh, the community shield. I think it's called. It's the uh, winner of the Premier League and then the winner of the FA Cup. And if the FA, there's certain rules. If it's the same team, it goes to tiebreakers, whatever. But it's a big deal every year. Uh, It's Liverpool and Manchester City tomorrow. We're going to take Liverpool to win the cup at plus 105. So Liverpool, anything above even money I like. Liverpool to win the cup at plus 105 against Man City. Pick number two, we're going to take Bristol City plus one, uh, excuse me, Bristol City plus a half on the road. Let's pull some of these uh, lines up quickly. Bristol City on the road tomorrow is uh, at Hull City. And Hull, H-U-L-L City, uh, I think it's actually pretty going to be decent what they did in the offseason. But their new uh, owner of the team, who's Turkish, there were some issues last year between Hull and the ownership group, and the, and the fans hated the owners. So finally kind of a refreshing start, but the new Turkish owner brought in a lot of Turkish players, and I think that the learning curve is going to be a little steep for the the uh, championship. So while I think Hull is you know, going to be middle to below middle of the pack at the end of the year, I think early on they may get surprised by Bristol City uh, and Bristol City's attack. So we'll take Bristol... Uh, plus a half or double chance, which means uh, they can either win or tie, and we win our bet. That is minus 155. Game number two, final pick for tomorrow in the EFL championship. We're going to take 
Uh, Swansea, Swansea City, draw no bet, minus 110. I think this is an overreaction to Swansea last year, their lack of defense. They've made some changes. I think that's going to shore up this season. And uh, really, you look at what they're projected to do on the road. Starting off the season at Rotherham, I think, is not going to be the toughest test ever. Now, Rotherham... Uh, they're going to pack the stadium. It's going to be a bit of a, a travel for Swansea, but overall minus one ten for a draw no bet. I think it's a good price for the Swans on the road. Who, as I said, what I see right now for the futures lines, they're projecting Swansea to be a very very bad road team. I don't think they're going to be nearly that bad. So we'll take Swansea at a bit of a discount at minus one ten for the draw no bet. Once again, my games for tomorrow. We're going to take Liverpool to win the cup plus one hundred five. Bristol City, plus a half, or double chance, minus 165. And Swansea City, draw no bet, minus 110. That does it for today's show. Remember, if you want to bet player props and you want a fun place to do so, check out Thrive Fantasy online or download the app thrivefantasy.com. It's so much fun. They have DFS-style contests, daily fantasy-style contests, where you build lineups with player props. They also offer player prop parlays, best payouts in the entire industry. So thrivefantasy.com or download the app. Put in promo code SBD for a deposit match up to 100 bucks. That's Thrive Fantasy, promo code SBD. That does it for today's show. Good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow bright and early on Sports Betting Daily.